Ah, much better. Uh, I'm fucking dying, man. Mic check, mic check, mic check one, two. You might get checked when the mic checks on you. Welcome to episode 44? 43? 44? 44, 43 of Stream of Conscience. I'm your host, Daryl Harris. And today... Uh, one day I'm going to stop, <laughs> one day I'm going to stop wasting my Sunday, so one day it's going to happen, but yesterday, you know, got a little, got a little, uh, had a little drink, had a little drinky drink, and I can't remember what happened last weekend, in a good way, I wasn't, you know, fucking passed out on the side of a road or inside of a fucking dumpster or anything like that, but I don't know. I think I think it was a lot of fun, a lot of um, rage moments. But besides that, it was it was a pretty good it was a pretty good weekend. And hopefully everybody else had a great weekend and you're enjoying your Tuesday. Actually, this might come out today with the way that this um, the way that this new um, recording audio app that I'm using it actually. Anytime I have a long pause, it actually edits it. it it edits it out automatically, so I don't really have to do any more grunt work. And two episodes, a, two episodes a week is a whole lot more doable, and I'm able to have a lot more time. Probably, if I had to guess, probably around two hours, two hours more free time be, because editing out those spaces, it's not long. Actually, it is long. It's not hard. It's just it takes a lot of time to go to every single long pause and then just be like, ooh, do I want to keep that in? Ooh, do I not want to keep that in? You know what I mean? So shout out to Smart Audio. I believe that's what the app is called. And I know I say I'm going to do research whenever I say <laughs> whenever I say I need to do research on something. I never do research. So, yeah, Smart Audio, that's the closest that's the closest that I can get to it. Um, anyways, I really enjoyed that last episode. That episode was, I don't know, I gave it up in a respectful way. And the fact that I was able to recognize that I was just being overly emotional at that one particular instance and had the wherewithal to just say, stop, don't do this. Um, there's a teachable moment here, but don't throw anybody under the bus. The wherewithal for that, you know, I pat myself on the back. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, trying, rather trying to be mature now because I'm too damn old to be beefing. And I know you might be thinking, how old am I? And for, and for all intents and purposes, I'm just going to make up a random number and say I'm 32. Because that's how I be feeling most of the time. Just feeling a good 32, you know, where... I could get some of my young men shit off still, but nowadays, if I try to attempt half the shit I was doing at like fucking 18, 16, if I try to even even look like I'm thinking about doing something, I'll pull, I'll pull a fucking muscle. But yeah, man, like beef is definitely a young man sport. There was something else that I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to continue on this tangent. So... Like, can you imagine being in your fucking 30s trying to beef with people, man? Like, what are we doing here, man? We, 
our midlife crisis is right around the corner and you want me to beef with you like come on man and plus just having constant um static and back and forths like it's okay to just say that okay you're not my cup of tea and it's not beef it's just we're two completely different people so let's leave it at that that's something that oh my god uh I almost had to block out again bro there just be landmines in any single rant that you do but yeah there's some people that i'm not cool with anymore and one in particular thought that i had some beef with them when we was cool at one point in time but i'm not in that mind state anymore and i'm not hating on anybody for their taste because you like what you like but you're in that same space and I haven't been in that space since fucking 2014, 15, like, and you a cool dude and all, but like, what are we, what are we going to talk? What are we honestly going to talk about? And, oh my God, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, hold on. Let me, let me go to the, uh, this is going to be a great, a great, this is going to be another great episode. Holy shit. So one of one of my exes who is a really really cool person and i I broke up with her like a fuck nigga i'll say it i i broke up with her like a fuck nigga but it was clear that she was ready to settle down and i'm i'm not i'm not ready to settle down for anything i i don't know if i'll ever be ready to settle down but she was super serious about settling down not with me in particular but with somebody because she is a really really great lover and i'm gonna tell this one little this one little um there was a moment where i knew that she (laughs) that she was way too good for me oh my god i can't believe i'm telling this so blocking out all the nasty nasty stuff um so after after you know young couples do what young couples do you know you know what happens but you started cuddling and i put my leg over (laughs) oh my god so i put my leg over and like i don't know what it is with women and their intuitions but like she rubbed my thigh a certain way and as a man i felt embarrassed that that really (laughs) that that really did something to me but (laughs) She was just so committed to just making me feel good. And I don't <laughs> I don't know if I would have done like a little um random little um what's the word I'm looking for? Do a random little action that I know would get my partner off. I don't <laughs> I <laughs> I don't, but she was. She was just really committed to being a really, really great a really great girlfriend and shortly after we break up she immediately finds somebody and just like i predicted she's in a very very happy relationship and i'm still out in these streets you know what i'm saying <laughs> but uh yeah um and these women out here that i <laughs> can't even read a fucking cookbook wanna <laughs> want to get all the perks in the world like fam there are women out here that will that will turn your whole entire world upside down and y'all be giving 
everything to these birds and then be feeling like <laughs> and then be feeling like you're just uh you've been cheated out of when no shit you're like you went for a woman with a fucking brazilian butt lift and knows how to put on makeup you don't even you don't even know how old she is you don't know her name you don't know shit about her but hey get your money get your money how you can ladies get your money how you can i don't know if i want to talk about this first because this is three points tied into one actually no fuck it i'll start i'll start off with it so Kim Kardashian was recently, recently, was recently at a, um, was recently at a Balenciaga, I don't know if it's a photo shoot or a fashion show, but I'm just going to assume it's a fashion show, where she was in caution tape that had Balenciaga written on it, and she looked good, man. I'm glad that single, single Kim is out here living her best life. Because there was another, there was another set of photos where she was on a motorcycle, and then she had a towel wrapped around, exposing a little bit of her ass. Yeah, man, that's yeah. Kanye fucked up. Actually, he didn't fuck up. She's just ready to. You just get to an age where you know what you want, and if your partner isn't willing to give that to you, then there's no reason for us to be together. And Kim reached that breaking point. I'm going to assume long before divorce talks were even talked about. I'm going to assume that there was just some some moment where Kanye crossed the line that he normally could get away with. But this time she just said enough is enough. You're out here running all over the world and I just want somebody to just fucking hold me at night. How the fuck did I get to that from a Balenciaga fashion show? But anyways, Kim looked great, looked fantastic. And I'm not too familiar with Hazelie. I don't know anything about the young or or um, mature woman. I don't I don't yeah, I don't know anything about her, but she brought up a good point about how there was a black creator that had the exact same look i want to say a year or two ago that had that exact same um caution tape um outfit and how just because balenciaga's put on it is going to be their look instead of his and in the comments i was just blown away by how i was blown away by how not seriously we take our own because they were vicious on them uh, comments. They were just like, we don't know that nigga. Who the fuck is that nigga? Fuck out of here. When the bigger point was that we create the trends. I talked about this on Twitter. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it now. Um, African-Americans, we are trend setters. But with us, it's we're Nikola Tesla and the powers that be are thomas edison and anything fucking swaggy or dope that we do like we'll get we'll get a little we'll get a little crummy penny like how um tesla designed a certain he designed something for thomas edison and then he got incentivized to finish it faster because there was a thousand five hundred 
whatever whatever little amount of money bonus for getting it completed in that set amount of time and then he gets it done in that amount of time and he asks thomas edison what about that 500 or a thousand dollar bonus that you promised me and thomas edison's little coach of vulture ass gonna come out of nowhere and say oh man you don't get american humor at all man that was just a joke but thank you like that's how we get treated in society do you know that there are pop rock and country country acts that are putting 808s into their songs like just think about that for a second like even in the mainstream world um pop is becoming more and more like hip-hop and there's a lot of people taking off the migos flow there's a lot of people that are just rhyming in a certain cadence that that world normally doesn't do and just because we're not as big as a uh, balenciaga or gucci or whatever and they do a look that they think is original, but we came up with it first. We get laughed out because who? Like, dog, I swear, if we stood together, we would have took over. <laughs> we would have took over everything, dog. Like, we're literally the best at anything that we think is cool. So that's why if on the off chance, <laughs> not even on off chance, if um, whenever I get popping, you know what I'm saying? A brother is out here working and my fruits are going to fucking be huge, nigga. I'm going to have fucking eggplant fruits. That's going to be the fruits, nigga. So whatever big ass fruit there is, a fucking watermelon or that shit that they got down in South America. That big ass, uh, that big ass little, um, melon like thing that's got the, that's got the spiky skin on it. Like, that's what my fruits are going to bear. I'm 1,000% supporting black creators. Just because we don't even... Ah, that's better. We don't even fuck with ourselves. Like, what? Like, anything that isn't our cup of tea, we immediately get it the fuck out of here. Or if we feel like you ain't big enough, then you're immediately being thrown out of here. And just the lack of support in general... It rubs, it really rubs me the wrong way. So, uh, yeah, we bake the trends and we need to start getting credit for it. That's, yeah, that's the ultimate, that's the ultimate point of this is that, dog, we're super creative. We're way more intelligent than the white people give us credit for. Like, you remember that um, Joe Rogan point that he made with some, bi some biracial person where he said, you got the best of both worlds, man. You got the black physique and the white brain. Like, that's literally how, that's literally how they think about us. And it's, <laughs> it's fucking insane because we're not any smarter or dumber than anybody. It's just the amount of opportunities that certain people have is just way more than we have. Because if you've ever been to an inner city school or just any public school in general expectations are very 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 low whereas if you go to case of point right here um let's say there's a child that goes to let's say he goes to airquois and the other kid goes to manual like just off the reputation alone everybody's gonna think the kid that goes to manual is instantly way more intelligent 
because he goes to a school that caters to intellectually savvy people. Whereas if somebody goes to Iroquois, they're just they're just going there because it's around in the neighborhood or they weren't good enough to get into any other school that they wanted to go to. So the more opportunities that we make for each other, the the smaller the gap between a powerful branch like a fucking Gucci or a Balenciaga, the smaller that gap gets until they have to acknowledge us. And that's every point that every that every intellectual black man that is deemed quote unquote crazy because he's saying some shit that makes sense, but you got to throw that crazy label on him. Look at a Tupac, look at a Malcolm X, look at a look at a Minister Farrakhan, um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad as well. Like these guys are making all the sense in the world in that we're treated like second class citizens because that's how society looks at us. But the second that we want to make it, the second the second that we want to make it more equitable for ourselves there's going to be some controversy thrown in there. So don't be like every, <laughs> every man that's crazy, every, not, not every, not every, not every, some, some niggas that just fucking are just fucking crazy. But like a Kanye, a Damon Dash, uh, fucking Malcolm X, you know, you know, et cetera, et cetera, that are deemed crazy when they're making all the sense in the world that, we don't have to be second-class fucking citizens. They're not crazy. They're just a threat. And anytime a threat is brought to those people specifically, it usually leads to an early death. So, yeah, if you want to continue being second-class citizens, then, you know, get it how you can, I guess. I was not expecting to go this deep off of a fucking Balenciaga outfit topic what is what the fuck is going on here in other news <laughs> yeah yeah i like this one so the brooklyn nets and the boston celtics played a day or two ago and jalen brown was at the free throw line trying to shoot free throws at his <laughs> in his own fucking home team at his home team gym and he can't focus because they're chanting Kyrie sucks. Kyrie sucks. Like it's not a <laughs> it's not like a little um it's not a little voice. It's a very, very, very loud Kyrie sucks chant. Like these motherfuckers are screaming this shit at the top of their lungs. <laughs> and that made Jalen Brown miss his first free throw. Do you know? <laughs> how much you have to be hated in a certain city to where they don't give a fuck if they're throwing off their own team's concentration just to say fuck you that is that's amazing yeah Kyrie <laughs> Kyrie might be top 10 most polarizing figures in NBA history just off of that alone oh lord and in other news so around 17 18 19 years old in my prime stoner life in my prime stoner lifestyle where i was like i could probably remember more days being sober than being high around that around that time period 
And luckily for me, I've been around I've been around dudes that have primo, like top of the line, good quality weed. And I didn't fucking I didn't fucking know the strains or if they were good or not. I just seen, oh, it's got orange hair. It's great. It's going to be a good batch. That's literally where I was at with it. The only strand that I actually remember is White Widow. And that was my favorite strand because I was smoking it with a with my friend. And was that I don't remember if they were broken up or not. But that's not important. That's not important. But basically, I've been smoking. I was smoking a lot of weed, like way more than I could fucking afford. And the drug dealers that I was buying the weed from the first three, the first three that I got independently, they all found God somehow. Like they literally turned their life around. One one, I believe, is a pastor now. Like, this dude tried every drug under the sun short of shooting yourself up, shooting yourself up in the arm and smoking a crack pipe. Like, he literally did, like, acid, fucking, nah, there was a lot. There's, he did some kind of, uh, I can't remember, Jesus Christ, my memory is shit, but for that dude to now be a pastor, what the fuck? And the other drug dealer... He turned into a complete fucking family man. I remember I was, I remember I was catching up with him like a few years ago, and he was saying, "Yeah, man, I got a, got a wife, got a kids, got a good job." Like, what the? F- where is the nigga that was coming to my? <laughs> where is the nigga that was coming to my house <laughs> once a week to give me <laughs> to give me sixty dollars worth of weed every every? <laughs> every fucking saturday like where what happened to that guy what what the hell happened (laughs) and the third one i can't remember exactly what i can't i can't remember what happened after him we we lost touch but yeah he found god too i remember one day i was just like hey give me give me a half ounce real quick he's just like nah man i I don't sell i don't sell weed no more i was like what and then he went on the whole rant about um he's been saved and he gives his light to jesus now like i should have took that as a sign that hey yo man you know you might want to you might want to find god too or something but nah i didn't listen i kept (laughs) kept fucking smoking i did lean one time Nah, i did lean five five times and like by far the greatest high that I ever had. Like I was about to, <laughs> like I was dead ass about to cheat on my girl when I was on lean. Like there's this one, there's this one girl that, that when I was off at lean, she looked ten times sexier, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. And then like she bent down in front of me. Like it took everything in, <laughs> it took everything in my being not to just stand up and then just you know just, just walk up on it just a little bit, cause. We had a, we had a little we had a little something, something going on and the other times I was just I can't really describe what you what you like off lean there's there's no words to describe it but it's like complete euphoria and usually when something like that comes around that's that great there's definitely a high risk to it because I almost OD twice just because it's so easy to overdose on lean. 
Like, you don't know you're at your limit until you're way past your limit. And then everything just starts fading out just slightly. So you see Ross and Wayne having them seizures and shit. Like, it's very understandable because that codeine just do something, man. But don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, don't do drugs. And other news... I don't know. I've been I've been addressing I've been addressing um I'll talk about this next episode, but I've been talking a lot about how on social media a lot of people throw stones and try to hide their hands. And this particular person gets it bad even though even though a lot of the fans, even though a lot of the people that be <laughs> that be talking shit about them <laughs> like they be fans of the people that he's cool with. And I can yeah, I'll talk about this. I'll talk about this next episode. I'm I'm done. I'm done attacking. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that either. So with that said, let me try to think of one more story. I know you're not going to hear this, but I paused for like a solid minute just trying to come up with something. But nah, um, I think I'm all potted out. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. I got one more. got one more story. So young boy and Dirk have been... I've been going back and forth for a while now. And I'm not gonna talk about their situation because I'm not involved. I don't I don't know shit. And usually when shit goes on between people that are gang related, I stay out of because I'm one thousand percent a civilian. I'll just say that there is some great music being produced out of this and hopefully it stays music because there are so many young black men out there that are just that are just getting murdered left and right. And to see young men that are actually the breadwinner for their entire family, for their entire family tree, like you're not just taking away a son. You're not just taking away a father. You're taking away somebody that is literally feeding a large group of people. So hopefully it just stays music and that's all I'll say. And with that said, the inspiration of the day is people aren't shit. People aren't shit anyways. Like, we're super hypocritical. Like, take Candace Owens and Kanye West, for example. I love Kanye for the same reason that Candace Owens run me the wrong way for for a lot of those years where she's, I understand what she's saying, but the way that she's saying it is wrong or not wrong. It's just um, way more brash in a situation that's actually delicate or that's not even delicate. That's just you're trying to convince people of something and then you just go off the rails and just attack every you attack their very foundation. And I don't know what you're expecting from that. But yeah, and I love Kanye for that exact same reason. So at the end of the day, we're all hypocrites. Um, nobody's better than the other. So live life the way that you want to. And as always, may blessings continue to rain down on you and yours. And this was episode 43 or 44 of Stream of Consciousness. I'm your host, Daryl Harris. See you next time.